Little honeybees flying around, little green peas from the ground, buttermilk biscuits nice and brown. Bring it to Tennessee farm table, butter beans, peas, beets and chard, chickens running in the yard, catfish frying in that lard. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Cast on skillets, good and hot. Watch it steam and crack and pop. Cornbread bacon in that stove. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Pick them maters, good and ripe. Drop in black gang candy stripes. Look at them loading down those vines. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Bring it to Tennessee Farm Table. Welcome to the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast, a show that I created to spotlight the people of the state of Tennessee and our southeastern neighbors who produce, prepare, and preserve regional foods and agriculture. This is your hostess and producer, Amy Campbell. The theme song that you just heard was sung by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine when she was only nine years old, and she is a big star now and has a new album called Family Wars, and we're just so proud of this young Tennessee talent. And this morning, we are setting the table with food to the rescue. I'll start off with some information where you can find food if you're without a paycheck or if you're in need in this hard time that we're all living through. We'll visit with Amelia Geis-Scott, chef and coordinator of The Welcome Table, a program offered by two churches in Blount County, Tennessee, where they provide a hot meal to anyone two weeknights per week at no cost. There are several farmers markets happening this morning in our area that I wanted to make mention of. Our friend Fred Sausman from Johnson City has a segment about the goodness of Three Rivers Market in Knoxville and all the locally produced products that they offer. And he'll also share a recipe, how to cook a farm fresh pork roast in a slow cooker. And we'll also hear from the happily retired food editor from the Knoxville News Sentinel, Mary Dee Dee Constantine, and she'll share a recipe for a hearty African peanut butter soup. And this is a low-cost and satisfying soup that'll stick to your ribs, and it just might come in handy right about now. Thank you so much for tuning in and for being such good company here today. I really do appreciate you listening in. I wanted to start the first few minutes of the program with information on food access. First off, here are resources in the East Tennessee region for you to find food at no cost. Fish Hospitality Pantries, with four pantries in East, South, Northwest, and West Knoxville at fishpantry.org. Second Harvest, East Tennessee serving 18 different counties in our region, Second Harvest, East tn.org in downtown knoxville the lovekitchen.org the community food connection in blank county open monday and wednesdays from 10 until 2 saturday 10 until 12 and this is serving residents blank county with proof of three months of residency in blunt county cfcblunt.org 
I've also put a link on my website for numerous names of other food pantries, and I've put links to all the places I just mentioned, tennesseefarmtable.com. In terms of school lunch replacements, this might be really redundant information here, but if not, as I can tell, your specific county school websites have information posted on food that they provide for five days a week, Monday through Friday, for students who can't get this food at school. For instance, in Alcoa, there are two days per week that they provide both breakfast and lunch two times per week at the Alcoa High School, and this covers breakfast and lunch for students for Monday through Friday. So please check the website associated with your county school system for information on these distribution days, times, and sites. For farmers markets taking place today, April 18th of 2020, the Nourish Knoxville Winners Market will take place today 10 until 2 at the Central United Methodist Church in Knoxville. And it's my understanding that that's going to be held outside in the parking lot. The Oak Ridge Market in historic Jackson Square began at 9 o'clock this morning, and that again is an outdoor market. The Maryville Farmers Market in Blount County is opening today from 9 until 12 in the downtown Miraville area of Founders Park. There is a pop-up drive through mini farmers market at Southland Books and Cafe in Miraville, Tennessee, beginning at 9. And likewise, the pop-up mini farmers market in Townsend, Tennessee, takes place today in the parking lot of that garden center in the shops of Trillium Cove. All of these markets will be practicing social distancing and observing other COVID-19 safety practices. To support our smaller regional restaurants with call-ahead curbside solutions, I found a really good comprehensive list of downtown Knoxville restaurants and other restaurants in the area. Essentially, most all of the restaurants trying to hang on are offering call-ahead curbside and delivery options. So it's just a matter of contacting your favorite restaurant to see if they're participating. I've put that link on my website. To buy straight from the farmers, and there are several farms that offer online call-ahead ordering and direct farm pickup. Almost everybody that is doing this can be found in the Nourish Knoxville East Tennessee Local Food Guide, and that's from nourishknoxville.org. And one that is not listed is Century Harvest Farm in Greenback, Tennessee, with online ordering of grass-fed beef and charcuterie. And the main topic of our show today is the Welcome Table. This program serves a hot meal two times per week at no charge to anyone. All are welcome. Currently, the Welcome Table serves meals on Wednesdays from 4.30 to 5.30 at New Providence Presbyterian Church and on Thursdays from 4.30 until 5.30 at First United Methodist Church. Both of these churches are located in Maryville, Tennessee, and during this time of social distancing, the way they are handling this is through drive-up curbside delivery. People drive up their cars in an orderly fashion and volunteers with masks hand guests meals in to-go containers through the window of their car. Our guest today is chef and coordinator of this important community service, Amelia Geis Scott. She's a North Carolina native and the type of person who just will not take no for an answer. She's gotten attached to all of her guests after doing this for several years and passionately works to guide her team of dedicated volunteers to provide a hearty meal to her guests at the welcome table. 
Amelia also has a volunteer staff of four people during COVID-19 who are dedicated in the kitchen and prepping these meals every week. And in that way, they practice social distancing in the kitchen. And that is very different than the usual massive amounts of volunteers that she usually has every week to help her with this. Quoting from Amelia, she says, I'd be crawling out of my skin if I couldn't feed these people. I'd be coming undone. So how about we join her right now and hear this good word on community coming together to answer a need. Describe what is the welcome table? Well, the welcome table started back in 2008 when two ladies at New Providence uh, went to their pastor and said, you know, we've got this wonderful facility and we would like to offer a free uh, meal to the community to anybody who needs it, no questions asked. And so it took about a year and a half for them to get their ducks in a row. And um, their first night back in 2009, they had 18 people show up. And, um, you know, now we're feeding them as 300 a night, which is quite fantastic. That's wonderful. What a um, need there is. It, it, it's an amazing need. Uh, when I started um, as the coordinator, we were feeding about 120. And, uh, you know, some nights we have larger numbers because it's the end of the month and people run out of their checks. Or um, in the summer times, our numbers can be higher because children are not getting their free meals at school. Mm. So it's a wonderful place for people to come in and, and have fellowship and have a hot meal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just an incredible program. That's fantastic. Well, um, so, again, is there any cost there, there is no cost to the, the guests that come. We do have a donation basket. Um, our food is funded by the, the church, and I get donations from various uh, restaurants in town. Um, um, mm-hmm. Honey-baked hams, they give me soup bones, which um, soup beans and cornbread. Are, it's a hot, hot meal and uh, a big uh, favorite of many people. Um, oh, boy, that's one of my favorites. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, Walmart in Alcoa has often given us meat when they've overbought. Yes. So um, U.S. Foods gives us um, things at Christmas and at Thanksgiving. We have uh, an overabundance of hams and turkeys, so we are blessed. That's wonderful. Well, if um, people are listening and they might want to donate or also maybe have a company where they could donate food, how do they get in touch with you and do that? The best way would be probably to email me. Okay. Uh, and that is at chefamelia at live, L-I-V-E dot com. Okay, wonderful. Um, now, speaking of chef, you have an incredible background um, being a professionally trained chef and it seems to me the welcome table is so fortunate to have somebody with your kind of background. So will you tell us about your food background? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I I probably came from being on my mother's apron string. Um, My mother is uh, one of the largest caterers in North Carolina. She went to culinary school and and, um, started her business in North Carolina. Uh, She went to Cornell. That's where she met my father. She's a little girl from uh, eastern North Carolina. And um, so she really taught me everything that I know. I mean, I have been to culinary school. I've been to school in Thailand. Uh, I have a degree in nutrition from the University of North Carolina at Greensboro. Um, 
but honestly, I, what I, most of my talent I attribute to my mother. Mm-hmm. Um, she ran a Presbyterian church kitchen growing up and ran her catering business out of the kitchen and um, kind of doing the same thing, yes. <laughs> following in her footsteps. Yes. Well, um, gosh, the community is just fortunate to have you in this position because you do it with a lot of panache, too. Oh, you're kind. I've, you do. I, I was with William Sonoma for 16 years, mm-hmm. and uh, I taught classes. I managed and enjoyed that. It was a lot of fun uh, being with William Sonoma. Of course, you've got people coming in that are excited about cooking and, and love your passion, and you can share that with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but being a single mom of two boys, I had to find something that was a little bit more realistic for our life. And mm-hmm. when I found this ad in the Knoxville paper four years ago, I thought, uh, this is this is for me. And I went in there and I said, I want this job <laughs> because, That's you know, Mm-hmm. I think I can do it. Uh, and you do it really well. Oh, you're sweet. You are listening to the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast, and we have just heard from Amelia Geis-Scott, chef and coordinator of the Welcome Table, providing hungry people with good hot food at no cost, two weekday evenings per week at New Providence Presbyterian Church and First United Methodist Church in Maryville, Tennessee. If you're listening to the show and want to reach out to these churches to take advantage of this program, or if you're able to support this programming, links to both of these locations are listed in the podcast notes of the show at TennesseeFarmTable.com. Up next is Fred Sossman from Johnson City and his recipe for how to cook a pork roast in a slow cooker. The Three Rivers Market on Central Avenue in Knoxville, Tennessee is one of my favorite places. There, I find Cruz Dairy Milk and Buttermilk, Alan Benton's Bacon, Sunburst Trout from North Carolina, Muddy Pond Sorghum from Tennessee's Cumberland Plateau, Nova Lox from Shuckman's in Louisville, Kentucky, Cheeses from Sweetwater Valley Farms in Southeast Tennessee, and pork from West Wind Farms in Deer Lodge, Tennessee. Recently, I purchased a West Wind Farms pork roast, nicely trimmed and the perfect size for a slow cooker. Here's the procedure. Coarsely chop an onion and place the pieces (laughs) in the bottom of the slow cooker. Place the pork roast on top of the the onions. Then mix together one cup of hot water, one-fourth cup of sugar, three tablespoons of red wine vinegar, two tablespoons of soy sauce, one tablespoon of ketchup, a quarter teaspoon of freshly ground black pepper, a half teaspoon of salt, and a dash of garlic powder. Pour that over the pork. um, Cook it on high for about 30 minutes, then turn the slow cooker down to low and cook for about six hours, finishing for the last 15 minutes or so with the cooker on high. Remove the meat and let it sit for 10 minutes. Then slice the meat and serve it with a bit of the cooking liquid. For the Tennessee Farm Table, celebrating the pig, I'm Fred Saussman. And how about if we take us a break from all this talking and let's hear Dolly Parton from her CD, 
live and well. It's uh, her talking for a little bit, and then Smoky Mountain Memories. This is Amelia Guy Scott from The Welcome Table, and you are listening to The Tennessee Farm Table on East Tennessee Zone, WDVX. Here is Mary D.D. Constantine. She is the retired former food editor from the Knottsville New Sentinel, and she's going to share with us right now this delicious recipe for African peanut butter soup. My message today is somber. According to FeedingAmerica.com, there are 15 million children that face hunger in this country on a daily basis. Think about that. 15 million children that face hunger in this country on a daily basis. That number was rattling through my brain after attending a fundraising event for Second Harvest of East Tennessee. There it was mentioned that peanut butter was the food bank's most sought after food product. Dried beans were a close second. Now I'm happy to have a peanut butter sandwich from time to time. And Lord knows I've eaten my share of pinto beans as a child. But I'm thankful that I have a job that provides me the ability to purchase groceries every week and not have to settle for beans or peanut butter as my primary food staple. So it was with that thought in my mind that I pulled out a copy of the Peanut Butter and Company cookbook looking for inspiration on what foods I could find that elevated that simple ingredient into something amazing. And not surprisingly, I found a recipe for African peanut butter soup. All it requires is limited number of ingredients, but it is hearty enough to satisfy the most hungry of stomachs. To prepare it, all you need is to put three tablespoons of vegetable oil into a stock pot and add one large finely chopped onion and two minced cloves of garlic. You saute until the onions are translucent and then add six cups of vegetable stock or chicken stock and one cup of peanut butter and you can use smooth or crunchy. Stir over medium heat until the peanut butter is incorporated into the stock and then stir in two large sweet potatoes that you've cut into cubes, a 14 and a half ounce can of crushed tomatoes with the liquid, a half of a teaspoon of cayenne pepper, a half of a teaspoon of ground cumin, and salt and pepper to taste. Simmer for 45 minutes or until the potatoes are softened, and then it's ready to eat, and that's enough to last you a couple of days. So please, the next time you have an opportunity to help your local food bank, remember that peanut butter is an ingredient that you can donate and it won't break your bank, but it may very well be the highlight of someone else's day. This is Mary Constantine with the Tennessee Farm Table. 
Thank you so much for joining us here today at the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast. It has been an honor to have your good company. We always love to hear from you on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, or through the website, TennesseeFarmTable.com. I'd sure love to hear from you and swap some recipes and stories. Big thanks to Emmy Sunshine of Madisonville, Tennessee, for the musical arrangement and singing and recording of our theme song. For updated appearances, schedule, news, and her new recording, connect with Emmy Sunshine at TheEmmySunshine.com. We hope you have a good week and keep on digging. This has been a Campbell Creative Incorporated production.